Hey everyone, it's Jay Bradley, and I just finished my live stream Breathwork and Ho'oponopono meditation, and it was right here back where I teach twice a week. Of course, there was nobody with me, unfortunately, due to what's going on, but I hope you guys will consider joining every single week for what I think is the most life-changing process, Breathwork and Ho'oponopono. And I'm also super grateful to Liberate for providing this space and sharing more of this healing work online for you, especially now during this time of quarantine. So if you'd also like to donate to Liberate, please go to liberateyourself.com and let us know what you need. Let us know we're here for you. I know it's a difficult time and it's exciting for us to be able to help share the healing, not just for you, but for the world. So hope to see you soon. Hi, this is Christina Dam, and this is Liberate the Podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and liberate your consciousness. Hi there. Welcome to another episode of Liberate Deep Cuts. We are going to go into the world of the hollow earth theory. I'm pretty fascinated by it. This is Jara. Hello. Jara, say hi. Hello. Uh, so, you know, I don't know, Jara. I don't know if you want to start. I want to start, but... You, you start. You start. You start. Okay. Okay. So, I stumbled upon this hollow earth theory not too long ago. Okay. And I was going down the rabbit hole of the Anunnaki. Okay. And there's an episode, if you guys want to watch, called the Anunnaki that we did deep cuts with Jerome. Uh, but then I started to get, you know, more fascinated with what other theories are out there. And I came across this theory that is really kind of based a lot in science. It's a, it's controversial uh, in many ways, but uh, Mr. Haley from Haley's Comets back in the 1600s came up with this uh, theory that was first introduced in 1600 something um, that said, based on the study of the gravitational field of Earth and the magnetic fields, that there's more indication scientifically that our Earth would be hollow and not filled with a magnum core. Okay. And so just the other day, I was talking to this beautiful human here and I was mentioning the hollow earth theory and you go, Hey, I was going into the hollow earth theory. So I wanted to have a podcast and talk about it. Okay. So I got into hollow earth because I, Shane Dawson put out this conspiracy theory about flat earth. Oh, well, you're one of the flat earthers. <laughs> so, well, this, this, <laughs> it's not exactly the fact that I think, I don't think the earth is flat, but I'm open to the idea that we don't know everything because just like how for so long in my life, I thought everything was a certain way. And then as soon as I was like, no, I can make anything happen. Every, anything I wanted to happen started happening. So I'm like, uh, just a bunch of people told me that the earth is round. You need to believe this. And I'm like, why do they teach us this? It's kind of weird. Like yeah. these facts of like, why is that necessary for all of us to know? Like, what does it change? So, so what's what's the basic? Take me down a little bit of the flat okay. Earth theory, because I mean, I've heard a little bit about it. And the basis that I know is like, if you kind of mapped it over into like quantum field and like kind of stretched out everything, you know. So you know when you see those like the map and it always has like Antarctica all the way around the edges, uh -huh. like that's like the flat Earth model the one that's always like the flat map is like the model and it's because so it's like this barrier around us that if you 
If like that's why we can't go to Antarctica because past Antarctica there's something else. Okay, but then we, how how do you get from like you know going from like Asia back to the United States? Like how do you make that trip if the map is flat? Then does the end stop? That's why like there's like when you look at the flight patterns, there's all these videos on YouTube of like the flight patterns. So like when you go from here to here, it should just be an easy straight shot or whatever, but there's always like these weird angles and everything that you mm. end up taking. You never actually go the shortest distance to a place. It's always different. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, they're hiding stuff. Maybe well, it's for, to avoid other planes, but yeah. I don't know. See, I don't know that I fully subscribe to us being flat. That's what, that's what I mean. I'm like, but Big just the idea that why can't we go to Antarctica? But see, that's where... And then you find Hollow Earth. And then you're like, that makes more sense. That makes more sense than, than we're in this like weird, what is it, the Truman Show? Yeah. That's what, the, like, that's kind of what flat Earth is like. You're in that Truman Show sort of thing. Which we very well could be. I mean, there's all these different weird... I mean, we... You know, what is Stephen Hawkins said, you know, and and so did Elon Musk and a couple other uh, scientists throughout recent history said that there's more scientific evidence than not that we live in a holographic universe. Mm. You know, so it, it, you know, Stephen Hawkins, one of the most, you know, amazing mm -hmm, minds of all time mm -hmm. saying that there's more scientific evidence that it's more probable than not. Now, he's not saying it's 100% certain, but that there's more likelihood than not that we live in a holographic universe, mm -hmm. which is interesting. Like, so we're all playing like a little computer game. Do, yeah. Do, 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 but it does. It, everything, like when you start doing life and figuring it out, it is starting to play like a game. Well, it, it does play like a game. And if you don't take it too seriously, you can have more fun, do mm -hmm. more, achieve more, and explore more. But you got to be open. Okay, so mm -hmm. maybe you're listening to this and you're saying wackadoos, but <laughs> what if, what if, just what if there is more than we don't know, right? Yes. And, and, and that's what I liked about this, okay, because there is a lot of weirdness about Antarctica mm -hmm. and about the North Pole, both, mm -hmm. right? You know, mm -hmm. and so like one biggest thing, you cannot, nobody is allowed to fly over the North Pole or over the South Pole, okay? Does that make any sense? It's so weird. Why? And if you've ever seen, there's this thing called the Taurus energy field, okay? And the Taurus energy field goes like this, okay? So if this is mm -hmm. like, you know, and so we have it as people, we have this little like mm -hmm. auric field, but the plant ha or planet has it and it's called our atmosphere, you know? But it goes like this. And if you ever see the lines, the magnetic curves around it go like this. Mm -hmm. And then like an orange forms and has the core and it has a little indent on each side, little, little circle. Apple, beep, 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 beep. So, mm. you know, oh, like, yeah. like all of these things mm. in nature, if there's, you know, microcosm, macrocosm, you know, there's, there'd be more of an indication that there's some kind of weird indentation out of the North and so South Pole. And mm. so, okay, when you stumbled upon the hollow earth theory, what did you find out? Let's let's have you share a little bit about what it is. Okay, so then you go into the hollow earth and it's like supposed to be like paradise. I saw, I read one of the things I was like, or video or something, I can't remember so many things, but that that's where dinosaurs actually live and that's why we, the, how we find their bones, like they weren't up here, they're in there. Huh. And I don't know, like, like that's actually where dinosaurs reside. And that's because like... Well, I mean, I think maybe there's some 
like skeletons all over our mountain ranges and stuff yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. But like stuff comes like through the dirt. Interesting. I didn't hear that theory. I, I, I can't remember, remember where that was from that, but I was like, oh, wow, that's why we don't have no dinosaurs. You know, there's, there's a lot of <laughs> mysteries here, but you know, like maybe they do like that's okay. So if you go back, Okay, mm -hmm. this hollow earth theory, okay, going back from Haley Comet person, Mr. Haley, the scientist in the 1600s saying this, and a lot of people believed it for a short period of time, mm -hmm. right? And then there was Admiral Byrd. Did you ever read Admiral Byrd? That's the, like, biggest. That's the biggest, okay? So there's this Admiral, right? And he really respected Admiral in uh, World War One, World War Two. Think got the Congressional Medal of Honor, you know, so very, very respected person. Mm -hmm. And he was one of the only people to ever fly over the North and South Pole. You want to share a little bit more of his story? So he goes and then, but he can't tell anything because he's working for the military. That's what you told me. Yeah. Um, but then there's like more, like he has all these journals about like talking to like the tall beings, like, like 15 foot tall people. There's like hundred foot trees down there, and like, um, whew. he just like has all this stuff of like all the things that are happening in there in his journal, and then, but then couldn't tell anybody. Yeah. So this is a guy that for every expedition that he ever did, he's one of those like military guys. No pun intended, but. Uh, that would take a record, a daily log of every everything that he did mm -hmm. from all of his battles, from all of his different, you know, assignments. And so he would write these little journal logs with the dates on it and then what happened in a very much factual manner, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That's what you're talking about. And so uh, he, as soon as he flew into Antarctica, and I guess he went into Antarctica. I'm not 100% if he went into the North Pole too, but he flew over the North Pole and, and then he did another expedition over Antarctica and I, that's where he went inside, mm -hmm. right? And uh, I could have the two confused, fact check me on this, but, um, and so he goes inside and he spends a couple weeks in there. Mm -hmm. And when it, and he's logging this every single time. And when he comes out, he actually did a press conference and mentioned, and there's papers with the, like, you know, some of the head, uh, like his test or like his statement to the press mm -hmm. saying that he discovered the most significant scientific discovery right. of all times. And he couldn't wait for people to discover more the world beneath worlds or the world within worlds or something like that. And it's very ambiguous, but it's like clear. There's footage of that. There's like literal footage of that. It's not just like written in a newspaper. There was like footage of him saying that. Yeah. So, okay. And it's in, in the press papers. So you have this person talking about the biggest scientific discovery of all time, super excited about it. I didn't see the footage of it, but the footage of it too. And the way that he describes the, like the world within worlds or however the wording is, but it's something along those lines depicting that there is so much more to discover that we had just scratched the you know surface. And so then he goes into the military like, you know, uh, scrutinizes him. He gets through automatic lockdown. He goes through all this and he's writing his journal log throughout all of this process. And he's reminded that first and foremost, his last journal entry about, about the subject 
was his, uh, first and foremost, he is a man of the military and he must obey orders. And so he didn't say anything. That is until he died and his son released the journal. Mm. So when he passed away, his, the son published his journal and the very last journal entry had told, said that he was ordered to keep his mouth shut. <laughs> Crazy. His son didn't talk any, have you found anything that says like his son talking about it? Like, did he talk about it with his dad or just like nothing? I think it was like nothing. I think they were like sort of secrecy. Like his dad wasn't supposed to talk about it. Because like, how do you not talk to somebody? How do you not talk to somebody? I'm sorry, like weeks. Like I went on a trip for like five days the other day and I want to talk to everybody about it. Like how do you go on a trip for weeks and not talk to anybody? And especially if it's like, Especially if you're seeing, like, so he describes that there's a city called Argatha. And Argatha is, like, the tropical paradise where I guess, like, everything is beyond perfect. It's, like, the perfect temperature, the perfect Mm. climate, the perfect conditions in the center of the earth. And, Mm. you know, like, you do have these beautiful trees and jungle and, like, kind of think of, like, Avatar-esque, like, Wonderland. Oh, my God. I live in Avatar. Oh, my God. Like, right? That's my dream. And it's in there. And, like, the beans and the animals. And he made an account in one of his journals that there was a woolly mammoth still in there. Like alive and well, and I don't know that he made any accounts on dinosaurs, but the, 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 it has to be huge down there, right? It has to be just as big as our outside and the inside, right? Um, but he said that there was a part of it that, like, their center of the earth is kind of like a, a sun-like energy, mm-hmm. but it's duller. So everything's kind of dusk and dawn type of feel all day mm-hmm. long every day. Okay. So it's not like super bright, but it's not super dark. Yeah. And, but it's like, I guess, beautiful. So, I mean, imagine, just suspend your suspicion for a moment and think, what if we've had it wrong this whole time and that there's this tropical paradise in the middle of our Earth filled with sentient beings that are far more advanced than us that, according to Admiral Byrd, have not interfered with us until after we drop the atomic bomb. And this was right after World War II that he flew in to the center of the earth or whatnot. And it's, it was when our nuclear weapons were, he said, okay, the, the alien beings or the human-esque beings that are in there said that we can't, we can't have you guys messing around like that because you're going to destroy us. And, and, and I mean, that's my depiction of it. Of course. Of course. Like, what's going on up there? <laughs> Dropping nukes on each other? <laughs> destroying the planet? We're inside here. You're going to nuke aye, us? Aye. You know? Yeah. Oh. But could you imagine? I mean, but let's look at the weirdness, okay? Okay. There's so many weird things about Antarctica. Yeah. You can't go there. I know. You're like, not allowed to go there. I'm sorry. When you're not allowed to go there, you know there's something good behind it. It's just like you're not allowed to go backstage at a concert. There's something good back there. Yeah. You know, there's only like 4,000 people or 6,000 people a year that are allowed to touch foot. Like, that's it. That's that's how many tourists. So if you're a lucky tourist, I get to go down there. Like, you're, there's only a few cruise ships or, or charter boats that go down there. And that's it. And even and, and you, you only are allowed to go to the certain docking points and stuff that they take you to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say because my tattoo artist... I just got tattooed with, he just went to Antarctica and he paid a ton of money and you're mostly on the boat the whole time and you go for like 
very short pe periods of time when they let you. Yeah, and your little booties. So you're not allowed and, to like, and, like wander and explore. Yeah, and there's been a couple interesting things. Like there was the um, uh, Atlantis TV from Beverly mm. Hills. Uh, they were a film company. And okay, so there's a theory that Antarctica is Atlantis. Okay, okay, yeah. You know? Yeah. And so if you melt the ice, just suspend your suspicion for a moment. There's pyramids on Antarctica. There's interesting other things there. There is a river. Um, that's my dog snoring. Uh, there is a river that they found in Antarctica that is bigger than the Amazon River. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? There's more lakes and, and there's more fresh water on Antarctica than in the rest of the world. Try that on for a second. They, that's where all of our fresh water is, okay? So, mm. like, but it's interesting, like, the lost city of Atlantis, uh, they talk about how it was a continent that was surrounded by water on all sides, that it was, like, this rounded, like, type thing, and that's where, like, that's what it is. If you go back to um, the, the map makers back, like, ages ago, they actually outlined Antarctica in precision and accuracy as if the ice was melted, what the landmass actually looks like, and they actually drew rivers and lakes in there. Mm. And so maybe at one point it was a little bit more northern and it wasn't so cold and then it froze right away. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so, but yes, so Antarctica, they don't let any people on. So these people, this Atlantis TV, they went down there because they wanted to, uh, explore whether it was the lost city of Atlantis and try to find some things. How did they get permission? I have no idea, but they paid a lot of money. And they went down there. I, they, I think it was like a film crew of almost 20 people. That's and they went down there. They all disappeared. Nobody's bodies have been found. Everybody disappeared. And the interesting thing is they found the footage. Okay? They found the footage. Mm -hmm. The the military had found the footage or something, and then Atlantis TV, actually, you can, you can look this up, they tried to sue the U.S. government because Antarctica is not owned by the United States. And that footage is theirs. It's a 52-country um, union ship that has uh, rights to Antarctica is like this non-controlled uh, non body of land that 52 countries are a part of this union of, of Antarctica. So it's illegal for the United States to own copyright kind of uh, footage or to say that this, this material belongs to them now. And so Atlantis TV filed a lawsuit, tried to fight them, but never got the footage. Interesting enough, why didn't they hand over the footage? What did they find down there? Inch, right? If they found yeah. nothing, if it's just yeah, footage just of some penguins and stuff like that and snow, we'd be like, yeah, why, have it. here, have the, have the footage. Learn what happened to your friends. Learn what happened to your crewmates. Super, oh my, it's like kind of like Blair Witchy. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like they find the footage, but not the people. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then, so where did these people go? No, I mean, I get it. It's a huge continent. So it's like, okay, the bodies, or they could be iced over, different things like that. But like, Plus, everybody, everybody. Everybody. There's always this, there's always one strong one. Yeah. And you don't find one body? I mean, you got to have some markings and some ordinance of where they were filming and what mm -hmm. areas and regions where they were going to. But you find their equipment and gear, but you don't find the bodies and you don't find. <gasps> or they killed them. Yeah, or they went to the center of the earth. 
Yes. And they decided that it was so good down there that they ain't coming back. <laughs> I don't know that I'd come back. I know. You said that, but I'm like, you wouldn't come back to bring somebody back if it really is paradise. You'd just be like, oh, too, too bad. Well, try it on for a second. If you went back and they said that if you leave, you're not allowed to come back. Oof, that's rough. And what if it was like so good down there that it was like Avatar land? But what about, okay. It's, oh, but Avatar land, oh God, that is my dream. That's like my ultimate dream. Imagine. Uh, but like, and, what you have to come back for your dog. But what if they said that you can't come back? You either you leave, you stay here and you live the rest of your life here in utopian society and beautiful weather, pristine, non-polluted, happiness and go lucky, right? I mean, who knows? It could be bad down there, but let's just say it's good, okay? Or you leave and we're gonna wipe your memory so you don't tell anybody and mm. you can't come back. But if they wipe your memory, I don't know. I don't know if I could leave my dog. I don't know I'd if like I could leave my dogs either. But what if it was like, you know, I don't know. Piggy, Chewy, close your eyes. Ears. <laughs> okay, so the other interesting thing. You know they never found Hitler's body. Yeah. And you know he was obsessed with Antarctica. Mm -hmm. And... Um, Theory goes, him and his little minions went down to Antarctica after World War II ended, mm -hmm. right? Fact, 1947, U.S. government hears that the Nazi regime could be in Antarctica, okay? They do a mission down to Antarctica, okay? 1947, look it up. I'm not making this shit up. And... uh. They take 4,700 troops, military tanks, planes, all this stuff. They're supposed to do an eight-month mission. So they say. They didn't say they were going and looking for the Nazi regime. But that's what they were doing, okay? Right after World War II, they actually got Admiral Byrd to go on that mission because he had been there. Mm -hmm. They go down there. Four weeks later, they retreat and almost all of the military died. Get killed in battle. What battle? What happened? That's weird. Super weird. Who killed them? What battle did they go through? And why did they need to retreat? Hmm. Hmm. That's crazy. Either one of two things, the people that live there are protecting it, mm -hmm. or like maybe Hitler and his regime were down there and they, you know, maybe there wasn't a hollow earth and they were had a base and they still, they, you know, mm. destroyed. Or maybe they were living in there, but interesting weirdness. So they say that, you know, the hollow earth, it could be filled with Nazis, tall 15 foot beans, and reptilians. <laughs> <laughs> We don't know, because nobody's allowed to go there or explore it. Yeah, but I mean, that that's exactly what Avatar is. That's, yeah. Oh, you think there's like a bioluminescent, like, thing. Well, you know what's interesting? So back in, uh, mm, let me get my date straight. I think it was 1642. Uh, Woolick. England. Mm -hmm. I told you a story. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you guys can look it up. Woolick, England. 
their logo for their town is still a little girl and a little boy. And it says Woolick. And if you look at the, the children of Woolick, and there's even a Wikipedia on them. And there are these two kids that the story goes, the legend goes, uh, they showed up at like a farm one day. And they sp spoke a foreign language and they were normal in every way except they had green skin. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Spoke a weird language. The farmers took them in or farmer took them in. The boy died shortly after and the girl survived. The girl later learned English and was able to describe and said that she came from the, the land down under and that her and her brother had gotten lost following some cattle from her family down a cave and all of a sudden she was in this bright land. I'm like, take us, like, where did you, let's go back. That's what I'm saying. And did you know that they say that there's a few, they, they say that there's a few openings to the center of the earth. And so they say that there's one town, one, one beautiful town is called Argatha. And the pictures that you see of it, it looks like Avatar or like the depictions that have been channeled of it. Then there's another town. And, and for anybody that's into like, uh, you know, kind of more like Buddhism or or like really strong spirituality. There's there's this there's this hidden city called Shambhala. Have you ever heard of Shambhala? Mm -hmm. Okay, they say that Shambhala is one of the cities in the center of the earth. Mm. And interesting enough, they say that the Tibetan monks guard an opening that goes down to Shambhala. It's a gateway to Shambhala to the center of the earth to that city. Okay, so, I mean, you got to think that there's got to be multiple different little cities, but there's this one city called Chambala down there. And so, um, and these Tibetan monks have been sworn to secrecy to guard this opening of this cave that leads down. Um, but the legend has it that it takes 15 days to journey from the, from Tibet to go down to the center of the earth to get into Shambhala. Well, yeah, I was reading like a thing about the fact to get to the middle. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> something that said it's like 4,000 miles or whatever and the dick the farthest we've ever dug to get like down is only like seven and a half miles yeah like we haven't done nothing yeah and we've only dug in certain areas i mean you got to look at like look at our land mass on the on the on the surface Look at from the different mountain ranges to the oceans to you know the deserts to the different like compositions on the top of the earth so if you just pick some random spot and, and dig you know seven miles down not gonna find nothing but you know you don't know where you're digging and where these things are and if it's like this inverseness of the outside of earth on the inside of earth there's got to be different areas and different places oh because you could just be digging 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 through another mountain Exactly. And never find the middle. You're like, yeah, there's no middle because all I'm finding is dirt. Yeah, so you got to find like the the thinner spots and the thinner spots, right? Mm. So you got the center vortex going on like that and going like that. But where where else, if you're going like this and inverse and the inside, where else is it the thinnest or pushing out that it goes to there that the tunnel is the thinnest? So allegedly somewhere in Woolick, allegedly somewhere in Tibet. Tibet. There's actually supposed to be somewhere in Minnesota, Missouri or Minnesota. It's there's one place in the in the United States that there's supposed to be a tunnel that goes in. Oh yeah, yeah. 
road it's, trip? I think it's Missouri. <laughs> but <laughs> where did Christina and Jared go? <laughs> I don't know. They went into that cave. I don't know where. They, they haven't come out yet. I think they're probably dead. It's been three weeks. <laughs> You know, like, what if this is true? What if there are this, I mean, we don't really, we haven't even, we haven't even scratched the surface of the ocean, for goodness sakes. I know, right? We've just studied 5% of the ocean. So how do, how do we expect, I mean, just a few years ago, and this way, this gives me kind of like consideration for the thought that maybe this could have some realness. Okay, so there's this cave in Vietnam. Mm -hmm. It's the... The biggest cave that exists that they've discovered so far in, in, in Earth. Um, and inside of this cave is a tropical jungle. Oh, man. 14 stories down. It's possible. It's possible. And there's monkeys that live down there. There's all these big trees. It's, it's, I mean, it's beautiful. You know, like, and so... I mean, granted, there's like this light hole that that allows light to come into this cave, but still, like, it's like a tropical jungle. Well, that, yeah, that makes sense because there's like, there's that other thing that there's like water and then there's like that deeper water. I can't think of the name of what, like, there's like oceans in the ocean or like lakes in the ocean even where the water density just completely changes too. Yeah. They did that whole thing about that movie with this, the giant shark coming out of it. <laughs> you know, it could be real. <laughs> I don't know about that. I haven't seen this movie with the giant shark coming out of it. Now, now that people are really thinking we're cuckoo doo <laughs> like, oh yeah, there's a shark that comes out of the ocean that's within the ocean that, you know? Uh, you know, it just lives in a different temperature. No, that was like a... That's not based in facts, though. I don't think so. I haven't researched it. <laughs> but, like, there's just, like, more... Just because you think that, like, oh, because there's a lake, there can't be this other thing beneath it. Yeah. Because they keep finding stuff like that. Yeah, in, in, in different rivers, within mountain ranges, within deep... Sea, you know, these caves that go deeper and deeper with these different, like... You know, like, but there's so much, right? Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, the other thing is if you go back and you, like, look at, like, pictures of Earth mm -hmm. from satellite visions. Yeah. They either have, like, this fake cloud over the top. Mm-hmm. And everything else is clear. And then there's this white thing. We've never shot on a clear day, apparently. <laughs> never. Never. That's impossible. That's impossible. And, and why is everywhere else fine? Little cloud there. Come on. And then there are some pictures that, I mean, whether they're fully real or not, that are allegedly from NASA that show like these darker regions on the North and the South Pole, which look like holes. And same thing for other planets, because, you know, it would be true that all of the planets would have the same composition compositions as far as like the ability to have that hollowness. They'd either be all solid or they'd all be all hollow in the same way. That's right. why we can't find life on them. Because it's yeah. in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> There's life everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't make any sense. It's like, all oh, there's just dead rocks everywhere. Yeah, maybe they're all They're protected the from the atmosphere and the inside atmosphere. Right? Yeah. Possible. 
Very possible, but no, if you look at some of the, the different, it, but each of the planets, if you look at their magnetic force field around the planets and their like different atmospheres, they mm. all do this Taurus energy field. It's very interesting. And where those center points are on their poles, on their axis, and they all have an axis and a pole, like, and they're different, they're shifted different regions or whatever. But why do they all have a north and a south pole, right? Mm -hmm. And then they have the energy vortex that goes around it. So what's happening on these two regions? And there's been different satellite pictures from different planets that look like those two regions are dark. Like, they're holes. Yeah. <sighs> Um, now, I'm not saying that I'm 100% sold in the Hollow Earth Theory. I'm just saying I'm playing with the curiosity that it's very suspicious that we're not allowed and there's a hell of a lot more than we don't know. Yeah, of course. I think, I think the fact that, like, you're not allowed to go there means there's something. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like, it just means there's something. It's not like that you're... <laughs> It has to be this huge, maybe it's these divots. Who knows? Like, or maybe it's the lost city of Atlantis that they don't want anybody to find, you know, like with the pyramids and things like that. Because then, you know, what else it's going to do? That's going to destroy belief systems because it's going to date the human population far dated back than in many of the different oh. religious scriptures. Oh. Not that the Sumerian texts didn't already do that. Yeah. Those all predate the Bible and the Quran and the Old Testament. They, 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 the Sumerian texts are way older. And the Sumerian texts are the precursors for a lot of the stories, you know, that are in the Bible or the different things. And, and so you already have that. And you have that kind of being covered up a little bit where people aren't talking about it because, oh, that means, you know, it says there, the Anunnaki created us. Like... Alien or beans from above came down and made us to mine for gold. Oh, like, I mean, that just, I mean, it's written in a fucking clay text, you know, like how much clearer can you be? It took nine tries to make humans. It, it even wrote all the mistakes. <laughs> it wrote that the, the last try before they got it right, humans were uh, infertile and uh, they, they could are infertile or they, I mean infertile or whatever they couldn't have babies and so they then they had to make another one and then interesting enough they don't say that they just made an Adam and an Eve they said that they made seven men and seven women makes more sense makes a lot more sense to the Gino and like you know <laughs> the diversity of humans but like those are very specific things and so what other texts and tablets and what other things are they going to uncover in these pyramids that haven't been touched Mm. right what type of fossils of beans are they going to find are they going to find some skeletons of you know some 30 foot goliath the giants down there because my theory is that antarctica froze really fast yeah you said that yeah i think that it was a massive pole shift Oh, when the poles like do the switch yeah when the the magnetic field goes every like uh, roughly like 3,000 some years or whatever, uh, it goes floom, and it switches. The North Pole becomes the South Pole, South Pole becomes North Pole, yeah. and it shuffles everything around, creates all this disruption, right? Mm -hmm. So, possible? Yes. Which, Everything's possible. Everything's possible. And there's, it's well, always well, they, well, they, found a, they, they found a little woolly mammoth, <laughs> a little baby guy. 
and he had vegetation in his stomach and he was he was frozen to death and he just ate lunch. He had grass in his stomach. Okay, frozen to death, skin on all. Like, how did the guy, clearly he was walking and ate some grass and just got fat, flash frozen. Look it up. It's a cute little guy. He's like a little frozen woolly mammoth. He's a baby, but he got frozen and he had he had he had vegetation in his stomach. How'd that happen? <laughs> it had to happen like that. Well, yeah, that's like that's like all the natural disaster stuffs happening now. It's just like stuff's happening, stuff happens. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the the ice we've not seen anybody get iced. No, but Pompeii got people frozen. I mean, it's ash to death. <laughs> you sure that somebody's like, like breastfeeding their baby and they're like, they're, you know, petrified with the volcanic oh. ash. <laughs> I mean, things happen. We think that we're so immune. Like, this is like one thing you guys, I hope that you get that are watching is like, Stop taking it so seriously. Like, literally, the poles could shift tomorrow and we could all be frozen. Well, you know, they said, they're, they're said that they're about, to, they're about to flip. How close? How close are we to the flip? Like, probably within our lifetime, we're going to experience the flip. No. Yes. No. Yes. <sighs> but I'm going to have a long lifetime. <laughs> Working on a long life. <laughs> Get on top of a mountain range and meditate. <laughs> Buy a bunch of hand warmers. Yeah. Fill the apartment up. You know, just get a little uh, helicopter and hovercraft for a little bit until the continents and then go land. Oh, out. I'll just buy a ticket on Elon's uh, space shuttle. <laughs> what day is it leaving? <laughs> Come back. Poles, everything's changed around. <laughs> we can go and live in Atlantis again because it'll be like the thought and it'll be like this we'll be beautiful like, tropical paradise with all these like art, uh, ancient ruins. And we'll be like, look at this cool city they built. Maybe he, maybe he does know. He does know something, right? Because he is like planning on like going to space, hanging out, but there's nothing really in space and then coming back down. You know what I mean? Like he's crazy. But, like, he could be on to something because he's changed the whole world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, you know, I don't know where things are going to go, but, I mean, we needed, we'll research a little bit more on the pole <laughs> shift. That's going to be another episode. But it's happening. Things are happening. Things are changing. Mm. And it's, you know, there's a lot of evidence to say that it's coming. It's coming soon. Ah. <sighs> I guess it doesn't matter. It'll just be like that. Well, I mean, if you truly believe that our souls are eternal, then, you know, will we just come back again as another being? I know, but I got such a good start. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're ahead of the race. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if we just got frozen? Oh, God. I mean, I mean, I guess all those people in Pompeii didn't think so that the ants were going to freeze. I mean, like, they're going to suffocate to death. <laughs> Instantaneously, too. Has anybody ever watch, look at the Pompeii, like, you know, I don't know, would you call them fossils of people that are just, like, mummy types? They're just bodies. We That's what we asked. We're like, where are the bodies? And they were like, oh, go this way. 
Where's all the dead bodies? That's what we asked to find them. I know, but they're right in the middle. Like somebody's like making a clay pot and they're like in the middle of making the clay pot. And they just, they're gone. Like, that's not like you think. You're hearing an eruption and stuff like that. You run, you do something, you pull your baby off your breast. Like, I mean, like... <laughs> But this is like some what of What do you do when an earthquake happens here? What do you do? Do you start packing up? <laughs> or are you like, oh, nothing's happening. Yeah, but I mean, I'm making I don't think ramen. I, just, I, I, I don't think I'd just be making my pottery. I mean, like, the ash, I mean, you don't even set the baby down. Or you don't, like, take your hands off the pottery and just, like, freeze? I mean, like, ashify to death? I don't, I mean, I free. I do, I freeze. The last big earthquake, I was like, <gasps> and just stood there and waited for it to be over because I thought the building was going down. <laughs> and then, like, grabbed my dog, and I was like, <gasps> <laughs> okay, so you're going to be one of the people that are going to be frozen in an interesting pose for the future civilization. Holding my dog! <laughs> They're like, oh, I love this one. Let me get a photo for my Instagram. <laughs> It'll be called something else at that time. Instagram will be gone. It'll be like how MySpace disappeared. I'll be like, it's some new technology. <laughs> Let me get a photo of this one. At least you'll live on forever. Hey! You'll become Instagram Careful famous! Careful what you wish for! Instagram famous! See, that's why you have to be very specific about what you ask the universe for. Because she's got a sense of humor. Oh, yeah. You never know. Oh, yeah. Imagine if, like, I mean, we're sitting here wishing to go to Argatha. And we get down there and it's like a Nazi-run, like, civilization <laughs> ran by, like, reptilian, like, aliens. And it's like, we become their, like, slaves. And we're like, we wanted to be down here. <laughs> and you're like, I can't go back for my dog. <laughs> and they're like, they, I'm going to eat you. Fresh blood. I mean, you don't know. You know, mm -hmm. there could be a good and a bad and an ugly and a great, you know, to everything. Yeah. Yep. Um, but. They're like, that side's paradise. This side is not. We don't go to that side. <laughs> They'll learn. It's like you should have entered in. Uh, you know, Tibet. like you go to the ghetto instead of like, the nice neighborhood. Yeah. We should have went in through Tibet. We tried to go in through Antarctica. That was, you know. We went through Minnesota. <laughs> Michigan or wherever you said it. Yeah. We, we ended up in the bad one. That's why nobody was guarding this case. <laughs> the regime of President Trump. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So, anything else you want to add on this? I think we went down the rabbit hole a lot. Mm -hmm. Just keep your mind open. You don't have to, like, yeah. believe everything, but just be open to the fact that things could be different than you think they are. Yeah, they, I mean, you never know. I mean, you don't even know whether this is real. We're just feeling this is real, but mm. there's more space here than matter. What's tri trip me out? I think I might have told you this before. Like, but the 
in quantum physics, they've measured the mass of humanity. So all humans. Mm. Okay. 7.6 million that are right now, because there's way more than 7.2 now. But if they took the mass of all humans, not one human, all humans, and took the actual physical mass, guess how much surface area that is? <laughs> 10,000 square miles. I don't, I don't know what I'm guessing. <laughs> the whole humanity's physical mass would fit into a sugar cube. <gasps> oh, that's what I was going to say about the hollow earth. Is It looks kind of like when they show the pictures of like the middle, Is it looks like your eye. Oh, yeah, going in. So we could just be, it could just, our planet could be an eye. I mean, our cells could be our whole like world. I mean, you got the mitochondria, could be our sun. And then you have all these other little cells floating around. Got a sugar cube, though? That's crazy. So, because everything's space, everything, right? Everything you, are you is, the one that told me that? Who told me that? Back? Everything is space, so sugar cube. I mean, think about it. Like, I mean, what? <laughs> this doesn't exist. I mean, that's why I think, like, those really amazing people that have trained themselves really good with martial arts, through those big things. Oh, ah, boom! You ask them how they do it. They say they, they see their hand going through. They don't see the objects actually there. Do you know that's part of the training? Mm. See your hand going through. And in that moment, there is no mass there because it actually mm. doesn't exist. And their hand is fine. And they go through bricks, they go through logs, they go through, you know, 12 two by fours. I mean, check out some of those videos. Like, I've definitely watched those videos. And they say, nope. nothing there. <laughs> something there. And it's a discipline of the mind, believing mm. that there's nothing there and they can literally part the space, which goes into, you know, like um, the slit, the, uh, the slit um, experiment. You've heard of the slit experiment, right? So the slit experiment is one of the most famous quantum physics experiments, and it's the eye of the observer and how the particles actually change. And so when they're measuring the subatomic particles and they're firing them through an atomic gun and it's going through, um, there's a split. So there's two holes, right? There's, so the hole where my finger is hole here. And you would think when they go and they hit the backdrop that where they would land would be through the slits, okay? Mm -hmm. So if there's two little slits, and they hit the back surface, it's gonna form a line in the two slits, right? Well, interesting enough, when they watch, that's what happens. When they don't watch, it goes everywhere and it baffles and that's the eye of the observer. So check out the, the slit experiment, quantum physics was split, uh, 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 split <laughs> split, 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 experiment. split experiment. There you go. Thank you for helping me. Um, but check that out because that's like the famous, famous experiment. And so by the, by just watching, the particles don't make two so uh, two lines where the the space is on the backdrop. They actually form this like wave type of um, they where they hit all over, and it makes absolutely no sense. And it proves that quantum physics that every Every particle is in every location at every time. Mm. I leave you with that. Mm. Mouth dropped. <laughs> we fit in the sugar cube and cut. 
If you enjoyed this conversation, like it, subscribe, and share it with your friends. If you want some more amazing resources on your path of liberation, head over to liberateyourself.com and sign up for our mailing list. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram at Liberate Hollywood, all one word, or Liberate Emporium, all one word. Until next time, liberate yourself. If you're thinking that you want to take that action step, why wait? Book your session right now. Go to liberateyourself.com. Click on either Liberate Hollywood or Liberate Emporium. See our amazing practitioners and who resonates most with you. And then book a session via Skype, phone, or in person. We're here for you, and it's your time to start creating your life.